On today's Question of Faith, how does a Catholic mom find time to do everything? Hey everybody, welcome to Question of Faith. I'm Mike Hayes. I'm the Director of Young Adult Ministry in the Diocese of Cleveland. And I'm Father Damien Ferentz. I'm not a Catholic mom, but I am the Vicar for Evangelization in the Diocese of Cleveland. My name's Dina Durante. I am from um, St. Ambrose in Brunswick. Desi Gould from Holy Trinity in Avon. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for having us. Lovely to have it's, you. I'm not a great Catholic to mom either. either. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Neither of us are Catholic moms. That's why we needed two Catholic moms in here. So Absolutely. So how does a Catholic mom find time to do everything? I liked your first answer. I know. I said we don't. We don't <laughs> find time to do everything. That is, that is the correct answer. That's, that's the thing. But we have community, right? Mm. We have faithful friends, community, faithful friends, and I don't know, a whole lot of... What do you think? Just just lots of family. Lots of, lots of, lots family, of and, family. Lots of family and friends. Yeah, yeah. What what do you yeah. what do you feel like cuz we we came up with this topic and by the way, if you don't know, uh, Desi Gold was on a recent cover of Northeast Ohio Catholic the January February issue 2023 with her husband Matt and their three children. Mm-hmm. He had a miraculous recovery from a COVID situation mm-hmm. and I've known Desi and Dina for over 20 years and we were in a text thread talking about things and this topic came up that they just feel like they have so many things to do and so as as Catholic moms so what are the, what are some of the pressures that you feel and how do you get things done Don't all talk at once I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well I think the I think first and foremost like our goal is we want our we want our children you know, we want our goal is to get them to heaven, right? We, we love our children. We want them to encounter Christ, be in communion with Christ. But oftentimes there's a litany of things that we have to do, um, you know, from whether that's working or cleaning or cooking or maybe even finding time for a friend, which becomes really hard, mm-hmm. admittingly. Speaking of, we've tried to do this for about <laughs> a year now, all of us getting together. So mm-hmm. that kind of... That's a great example. Yeah. How long does it take for us to really get together in the throes of motherhood? Yes. Like, well, what's a typical day like for you? Like, uh, you know, if you had a typical cool. day where you got up and you had to get everything done, what are the types so, of things you got to yeah, get done? So a typical... I mean, I'm sure ours are probably similar. And let them know what you do, too, so they have an idea. Yeah. Oh, so I myself am a nurse, and Desiree is a guidance counselor, college, college more so, counselor. at um, St. Ed's. 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 I'm at the Lakewood, Cleveland right? Clinic in Medina. Um, but a typical morning, it's probably similar for us because we both have little kids to get ready for school. Mm. And that's always fun. Um, right. Every, I mean, it, you know, whether we're, you know, the fight of getting them awake or we wanting. Just, we were just talking about that this morning. Yes. Just trying to get them awake and get them going, not to mention the lunches. And yes. How, ev- old, how old are so, they now? Well, we have similar ages. We have, uh, well, mine's about to be nine, my oldest, Desiree's, Melania. Melania's going to be nine at the end of this month. And then Maria for Desiree is going to be nine next month. Joe is... Seven. Seven. And then I have a five-year-old, and then she also has, what is he going to be? Leo's going to be two. Only oh wow. This is what happens. Best friends, and even in the mix of this, we're well, like, he, what? what? What's going on with your kid today? And he also <laughs> looks like he's like four. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is but, coming from, your Antonio looks like he's 16. <laughs> they are. But no, in the morning, it's like by the time you, and I don't know if you feel this way too, by the time you get to work, 
it's like you've already been through a circus. And um, actually, I sometimes feel like I can take a deep breath once I get to work, which yeah, is sure. kind of crazy to say that. Um, and then, you know, your workday is probably hourly similar to yeah, mine-ish, eight yeah. to four, whatever. And, and then it, you get home. Right. And then the next, it starts again. You got dinner. You have homework. Right. Your kids are involved in what? I mean... Yeah, it's a million things. We were joking because it feels like sometimes like um, I saw this meme recently and it was like, yes, this is what I've decided to do. I decided to get married where now my weeknights are filled with seven different activities and I'm learning, I'm relearning algebra. I didn't do great with that (laughs) the first time around. Why am I doing it now? (laughs) That's that's a whole separate problem. (laughs) Math homework. Mm -hmm. I sometimes Mm -hmm. I, I know this probably sounds terrible, but sometimes I joke and I say, Jesus, you gave us math. You let him stay here with us, not just to build your kingdom, but to do math homework with Maria. That's right. <laughs> that must be the answer. Right. And, and Desi, you just get more joy by going to work at a high school. Oh, with <laughs> all boys. They're just oh. so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting each other with their book bags. And I know. I always say, I'm like, I this whole teenage boy thing, that one, I, I, I figured, ready. yeah, I have, I have those guys figured out for sure. Um, I know. I love them. They're fabulous. But, I mean, they come with a whole... It's like you just said it perfectly. I feel like I leave my chaos of the morning to kind of enter more chaos Uh with like a different type of drama and a different type Mm. of need. Um, To return to more chaos at the end of the day. To return to more chaos at the end of the day. And then to wake up and do it all over again. (laughs) And I love it and I want to change it for the world. So so where do you find the peace in all that? (laughs) Well... I'll tell you, it's not social media because they'll make you feel like probably one of the worst mothers out there. Why? Why? (laughs) Um, Did we talk about this on the way here, too? Um, Just how, you know, everybody's kids are involved in different things. And And they're so perfect. And they are perfect. Uh. And it's always that snapshot that we, you know, so nicely filtered to make it look like it was so happy. And everybody's so happy. And really, everyone's exhausted and probably yelling, actually, at the same time. (laughs) Um, But to, gosh, to find peace, I don't know. I think Desiree might be better at finding peace. (laughs) I I don't know that I'm better at it. I just think I I do, I really value the gifts around me, right? And I see that in my friends. Like, I'm so grateful to have such a strong community of believers in my life, people that are going to help me, people that are going to support me. Dina, you have this with Tim McCready. Oh, shout out to Tim McCready. I'd like to know that I I actually shouted, shouted him out first, just for the record. But to be fair, like, We We have these friends, right? We have these friends in our lives that they're there to support us. They're there to help us with the pickups and the drop-offs and to pray with us and to care for our kids. And, like, it's that community of believers. I'm just so grateful to have those friendships. And Tim is one of Dina's husband's classmates from Holy Name who is currently watching your daughter today because she's sick. Ellie and Woody are out there too, yeah. So Mm -hmm. having having friends take – Help help you. We would never survive without certain people in our lives. He's definitely one of them. But without him, I mean, it's just not possible. (laughs) That's how I feel about like Aunt Aunt Lizzie. Lizzie. I know everyone. My my aunts are like um, we joke about my aunts because they have so many different gifts. So if you need a seamstress, there's Aunt Eva. Aunt Sonia, she's going to provide you with a lot of solid advice and a good laugh. And Aunt Lizzie, she's the one that's giving her time. And these are again three beautiful mothers that live out their faith, not just in the tradition of our faith, but in the spirit of our faith. Mm. And they do that for everyone. Like Mm. all my friends call my aunts aunt. 
Like it's like they're yeah. their aunts too. Right. <laughs> Oh gosh, it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's sort of like the random love languages, right? That you just mentioned, like you know, that's one gives true. you gifts of time, yes, one gives you know yes, all those that's things. So true. Cool. Service, time, affirmation, Dina. That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, d- dare I ask? Neither one of you have mentioned your husbands yet. Oh so. God, really? You're gonna call us out like so, that? So what do they do? <laughs> dare or what do they not do? My husband is a high school teacher at Columbia ah, High School. More chaos. Good, and yeah. oh, there, wait, there's more. He's actually a coach. He coaches football and is the head coach for baseball. So let's. Oh, so busy. It's yeah. a lot. Super busy. It's a lot. But the way he, one of the ways he provides, I know because I follow him on Twitter, is he's a great cook and he's providing meals for the family. Yeah. Oh, we love a good uh, Twitter and a good uh, picture of food. <laughs> Who can live without that? It tastes so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm incredibly blessed. Actually, when Matt was in the hospital, the kids did, mm. speaking of food, they did kind of make comments ever so often. Not that I'm not a great cook, but, man, Dad's cooking. Yeah, is, he yeah. is a fabulous cook. So they were like, where's Dad's food? <laughs> <laughs> And Dad is also good friends with Father Mike McCandless and they're fishermen, aren't they? Go they go oh, fishing. Yes, I don't know if they yes. fish recently. Matt is super faithful. Like talk about you know a Saint Joseph in the house. I mean, he definitely leads our family when it comes to faith. There's no question. Um, and he has built so many relationships with so many priests in our diocese. Um, probably many that like to fish, um, or that like to cook, or that enjoy bourbon or <laughs> whatever. Right? Like he go. has managed to just form these beautiful relationships and bring that into our home and really build the domestic church of our house, which is really a, the greatest gift. That's mm. awesome. And so, so on the craziest days for either one of you, what, what's one prayer or prayer practice that kind of gets you through? Oh, mine's just uh, like, I think I've almost said it during Mass this morning. Mine's just almost like, dear God, please help me. You know, right now we're dealing with lots of illness, um, like literally nonstop Every probably two weeks, somebody is sick, mm. if not every week. So mine's uh, definitely just a very whatever comes to mind. Just today, it's please help me and help us get through this illness because we have another one in the house right. <laughs> sick again. I will say, and this is for you, but I yes. think one of the things is like when I reached out to my friends, my especially my mother, my mom friends, right? And I reached out to them um, in prayer for Matt when he was so ill. And we talk a lot about that, the power of prayer. I know my friends and I know exactly how they're praying. And one of the things that I felt, um, I felt lots of grace in, I don't know if that's the right word, but was I know Dina has a beautiful voice. So I know a lot of the ways that she was praying was through song, was through music. And mm. I imagine that's probably one of the ways that we you... talked about it. Yes. And Damien knows a little How Great Thou Art, Carrie Underwood. Tune in <laughs> if you guys have never listened. I would drive to the hospital and just yes. be bawling my eyes out and saying, come on, Matt. Come on, Matt. Desiree and the kids need you. And I, that's what I would do every day on the way to work. And I and I, I knew that, right? Told, yeah. Like, yes, I felt I that. Like, you never said that. Right. And you never mm. told me that. I just knew that. Yep, like, in my heart of heart, in the depths of my soul, I knew that there was these amazing women out there and they were praying in very special ways um whatever the way you know the lord provided them right and i'm just i'm very grateful for that um for me personally i i i wake up every day just with a very grateful heart and that's more or less how i start my day i try to do i have a bible study so i'm actively doing that that's something i love to do um with some amazing women who also were there to support me in the depths of some dark moments and then if i can get to a daily mass if i can go to adoration weekly that is really where i find my my peace Mm. so i really try to fit that in 
even with the crazy schedule that we have, I really try to make that a priority. So what was your mom like, Father D? Like, how did she, how'd she find time to do everything? Mm. Or did she find time yeah, to do she everything? She did. She did. <laughs> My mom was... She was pretty quiet compared to <laughs> Tina and Tessie. <laughs> no, she was just – she was a lot more shy. And my, I'm more, much more like my dad. My yeah. dad had the big personality. Aww. But my mom um, was quiet in her witness. She prayed the rosary. That was her thing, but never made a big deal about it. She liked to take walks and just pray when she walked. And I think I picked that up Aww. from my mom. Um, I also know that it was – like I was a hyperactive child, so I think it was difficult f- – uh, for her to mother me at times. <laughs> no, and, not and, you. You know, uh, so yeah, I think that was I think that was her way. She was not a daily mass goer like my dad was, but she often read the readings, um, and she also liked to sing and she liked to play piano, mm. and so that was kind of her way of expressing her faith too. But she, yeah, pretty devoted woman, um, but quiet in her quiet in her witness. In fact, this weekend I gave a talk at um at St. Mary's in Hudson for the the, the retreat. Um, and I was talking about how our experience of our parents, um, for better or for worse, affects our experience of God. Yeah, right. And I found letters that my mom and dad wrote me for my eighth grade confirmation oh, retreat, mm-hmm. and I read ba- I read them back, and they were really they were really great. Yeah. And my mom said something in there like, "You're a very exciting young man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a lot of potential." <laughs> <laughs> that meant that I wasn't working hard in school. So. Right. But awesome. she loved me and she said, stay close to Jesus and Mary. So even those kind mm. of things, like well, I think when parents say, look, I'm doing my best, but God, your father will never let you down. And Mary, your mother wants to be your friend too. I think all that stuff can be really helpful too. Yeah. How about yeah. you? How about yeah, your mom? Yeah, no, my mom was sick most of my life. So the, so that I think that informed a lot of her faith actually was that she was like, well, look, I'm, I'm suffering with, with rheumatoid arthritis and severe asthma and all kinds of things. And um, so that, that's that's difficult, but she really resonated with um, Teresa Lazou, who mm. you know a lot of sick people really resonate with, right? And yeah. so she was always praying to the little flower. She always had a picture of Saint Therese by her bedside, whether she was at home or in the hospital. If we, if we were taking her out in an ambulance, she was like, "Get that picture," Aww. and that's and cool. and she'd bring it with her all the time. So she was very devoted in that way. And again, my father was different, sort of the opposite experience of you. My father was more quiet and more. Mm. I got to go get things done and be there for the family and, uh, you know, work hard. You know, he was a hard worker. He was a school custodian, Irish immigrant, you know, a good union guy. Um, and so the two of them kind of balanced each other. My mother was also the disciplinarian in the house, and my father was sort of the more soft touch. Uh, yeah, and, we're the opposite with our folks. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, though. Like, my mother, would, if I ever got in trouble, which was not often, but when I did, she would say, just you wait until your father gets home. And I'd look at her like, what the heck's he gonna do? Mm. <laughs> like I'm more afraid of you than him at this uh, point, you know. Yeah, so, my dad would raise his voice and holler, and sometimes get irrational. So I then I would talk. <laughs> be like, what, what, what would I he love say? The like, what? Of his dad. Yeah. Well, was he, oh, I can't even think of what he would say right now. But then I would ask like a question. He goes, "Oh, he'd say, don't you get smart with me, son?" And I'd be like. Well, isn't that why you're sending me to Catholic school so I could become smart? Oh, and, be no. like, ah! and then my mom would be like, Damien. And then she would just, well, she, yeah, because she would, she had a different way of talking to me than my dad did. And it, it was a little more effective. But anyway, that's for another podcast. That's for another podcast. That's, that's great. Hilarious. Yeah. Exactly. What, what about your parents? Were they, your moms in my, particular? Say, my, yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. Mine was more probably like yours. My mom's very loud and um, the discipline. <laughs> Catholic school teacher. Catholic school teacher, yes. 
Um, and my dad um, was very gentle. And actually, the one time he tried to, I don't even know what we did, my sister I don't remember, but next thing you know, he like had the wooden spoon in his hand and I don't know what he thought he was even going to do. And my sister and I looked at each other and just started laughing and then he started laughing. So it didn't go really that far. <laughs> but my mom, just the good yell still to this day. Um, can you scare anybody? I mean, we <laughs> friends over, I mean, even they would hide. So I mean, I don't know she what wasn't, she, about. we didn't get spanked as children, but she, uh, her voice still to this day is a little mm. scary. A strong Ukrainian woman. That's right. Know. Your mom's always loved me though. Don't well, well, yeah. She has your picture on the fridge. <laughs> How about your parents, Des? I think uh, for me, I, I always just tell people it takes a village, right? So I was very loved as a child, and um, we moved around a lot, and I grew up at the heart of Cleveland. Um, so I had so much, like, family with me. Um, but I think that would be, like, the best way to say it. I think for me, Makes sense. the... Um, the thing that I have really held on to the most, especially with my children, has been going to Mother Mary uh-huh. in the depths of not knowing exactly what to do mm-hmm. a lot of times and not always knowing where to go. I just find that going to her gives me a lot of peace because I always kind of wonder, like, I don't know, Jesus, like, were you really that perfect as a child? <laughs> like, I've got questions. Like, I look at my kids, and I'm like, I know you're the likeness and image, but I am really struggling today, Joey Bear, or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Jesus brings all his, all his friends to the wedding, and they drink all the wine. Yes. Ugh, come on. Like, I just want to know, like, what did you do with him, Mary? Like, there's got to be a moment. Did he go in the corner, too? <laughs> yeah, he was, well, we have to believe he's without sin, but that doesn't mean he may not have... Caused a commotion from. T- I mean, his, he when he when he's his, you know, he was uh, lost in the temple. Yeah, right? yeah that right. situation. That's true. So, that's true. Yeah. yeah, we've like, been troubled. Like if your kid yeah. gets lost in the store, that's not good. Uh, have you met my kids? <laughs> See, that's a, yeah, that's the other thing. Our kids are very different. Oh, that's yeah, a good. That's different. another part about motherhood when you have very different children. Like mm-hmm. all three of mine are very different, oh, wow. and even compared to yours. Mm-hmm. I was called different a lot when no, I was. No, not that kind of different. <laughs> Just kidding. Still today, fine. Yeah, I know. I know. I know what you're talking about. They're all angels. They're all little yeah. angels in the world. Future saints, right here. We're raising them. Future saints. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so do you use any resources? Do you, like, anything help you, like internet resources or books or things that have been meaningful to you? I know Dina's looking at me because I'm a total nerd when it comes no. to this stuff. Or is that what you're thinking? Nerd. No, you just... I, I, um, like, I, love, I love this kind of stuff. So, like, from Catholic Family Crate to Ascension Press has come out with some really cool kid books recently, actually. Yeah. Um, there's like this Catholic sprouts. Yeah. So I like live for these kinds of things to like implement in my house because honestly, like one of the things I have found to be helpful is just making our liturgical can calendar, like come alive for the kids. Mm. Um, we practice, we definitely celebrate our feast days, like, uh, Maria, her feast day, St. Teresa of Lisieux. We, Matt buys her roses every year on that feast. Um, Joey just got a new toolbox where he'll get a new tool for St. Joseph's feast day. Mm -hmm. Um, we celebrate their baptismal days. Like they get to pick like the dessert or the dinner for that night. Like it's super simple. It's not like we're doing anything elaborate, but I think for me, it's just like, yeah. easy ways to implement, like, our love of the faith. Yeah, and enough for children, right? You know, yes. they can't grab everything, you know, so that's good. <laughs> but things that um, friends of mine have said, you know, CatholicMom.com, if you haven't been there, oh. Lisa Hendy is really great. Pray for her, by the way. She has breast cancer, so she asks for prayers. 
Um, but she also has Cap the Catholic Mom cast, so we'll oh, put cool. some links to that as well. And then since it's Lent, I give away things during Lent, and so uh, Desi, this is for you. Oh. Taste and See by Jenny Kubitz Moyer, and then Random wow. Moments of Grace, which if you notice in the word moments there, the word mom is highlighted. Oh, yes. And so Jenny Kubitz Moyer is a friend of mine, and she uh, she's a writer, and she writes about motherhood most of the time. Oh, so she So I figured those two... Desi, that one was a little more devotional, so I thought that would be good for you. Oh, thank so there you. you. Go. Yes. M- Mike's I love listen. language is gift giving, I think. Yeah, is that's that right? right. Yeah, or acts of service. Yeah. Acts of service. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah it's an act of, of service. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Can you teach my husband? I like acts of service. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, his cooking is an act of service. Yeah, I know. I need to stop eating, though. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not that service. <laughs> that's right. No, but maybe you could wash great. each other's feet uh, for oh, holy. Thursday night. My and wife, my wife, and I do that every year. Oh, that's fun! See? Exactly. This, uh, the the year after we met when we got engaged, that was really meaningful for us. Our whole parish did a little a foot washing thing on Holy Thursday, and and she washed my feet. It was really, really uh, touching. Like I, I still cry every year when she does it. Aww. So yeah. That's really nice. I was going to say, maybe they could just send you and I to go to pedicure, but that was better. My head went as well. We were both like, hey, Matt, Dan, pedicures for the girls. Avon, Brunswick, anyone will do. (laughs) We'll travel further if we need to. Exactly. exactly. But that is where my mind went. But either way. Way. That's funny, <laughs> and and you don't get pedicures here, but you do go to a church from time to yes. time. And uh, so, Father, do you have a church search this week? I do, and the church I want to talk about I visited last night for the first time. It's Our Lady Help of Christians Parish, which has four churches, four sites. So That's, Litchfield is the yeah. major one. There's one in Seville, Novi, and the one I visited last night was it Nova, Novi or Nova? I forget. The one I visited last night was in Lodi, and it's a small church. Mm-hmm. It has a gravel driveway, but the place there were, it was packed for night prayer last night. There were almost 40 people there. Wow. And I wrote Father Ed Sazinski a note today thanking him for hosting. And I said, your parishioners p- pray just as well as the seminarians, like the cadence between the choirs. It was awesome. So if you've never been down there, they're still hosting nine nights of night prayer for the next five days. And then on the last night, we got the Theotokos ice cream, vanilla base, baklava chunks, honey. It just went into production yesterday. It'll be served down there at Our Lady Help Christians in Lodi. Mm, baklava. Not too far from Brunswick, Dina. That's true. Someone can bring some to you. Oh, yeah, I like that. Okay. After the pedicures. (laughs) (laughs) And then our scripture for this week, also not including pedicures, um, but that's from John's Gospel, the raising of Lazarus. Lazarus might have needed a pedicure. (laughs) Especially after being in the tomb. Surely, Lord, there will be a stench. Um, So there we go. And so what's your, what's what's standing out to you this week, Father? Um, This... Reading is read often at funerals, and one of the reasons I like it so much, it's one of the two times in the Gospels where we hear that Jesus wept, that he cried. And uh, sometimes we think, oh, it's not manly for a, a man to cry, you know, suck it up, don't show your feelings. But Jesus himself wept. Why? Because his friend died and he was sad. And St. Thomas Aquinas says that when we cry, sorrow leaves our body through our tears. So it's a healthy mm-hmm. thing to do. So I like that. I think that's cool to know that Jesus had a friend who was so close that when, when he died, he, he wept. I, I would imagine, and I know I've done that at funerals for people I've loved too. So how about you ladies? Anything? I, th- I think for me, um, I'm always telling people, 
God is God, right? There's something about the wonder and awe of who God is. So I think the one, the, th- the takeaway for me would be when Jesus said, take away the stone. I just imagine this like strong moment where it's like a reminder and about the wonder and awe and truly that God is God and God is a very good God. Yeah, I always think about the, you know, I said earlier, sort of in jest, you know, surely, Lord, there'll be a stench. Well, how how often is it that we, you know, think that there's no hope, that there's nothing left, you know, that everything just stinks, but yet God finds a way anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I I always harp on that one. And although our listeners can't see it, Desi's wearing a shirt that says, pray like Mary, work like Martha. And it's Martha who's the one who's, you know, inviting Jesus into this situation, which is really cool. And it sounds like from this podcast that you two feel a lot more like Martha than Mary, you know, the ones that are working and active. But uh, finding that time to be like Mary, too, seems like an important thing to do. Yes. So, Dina, does he any parting words for moms out there who might be struggling? Gosh, do your best. Do your best and do not compare yourself to others. I mean, that's, I feel like even in listening to Desi, Mm. our lives are so different. And if I were to compare myself to her, I would think I was failing. But really, I am trying and my kids are happy. They sometimes stay healthy and we're doing the best we can. And we should all like literally support each other and just cheer each other on. It's the only way to get through. Yeah, I tell my spiritual directees, compare and despair. Yeah, Yeah. that's, that's, and I'm guilty of it. And that makes you really... I'm always, I, Dina is absolutely this amazing, wonderful mother, but she is 100% correct. You can't <laughs> compare. Like, it's the, like our lives are all going to be different, but the goal is still to get to heaven, right? So I'm always reminded, and um, I feel like I'm always trying to share that I am known and I am loved. You are mm. known and you are loved, and I think we have to constantly remind ourselves that. And you two are known and loved here on Question of Faith, where we'll have more for you next time.